First up, I want, to, um, I want to say to all of our college students today, I see many of you right here, there may be other college students out here, and I want to say to you a very special welcome today. And thank you for being here. And uh, if you're a UA Fort Smith student, or if you're one of the students at one of the local colleges here, I want you to consider this your church home while you're here, okay? And maybe you say, well, I've got a church home back wherever I live, or that's okay. During this phase of life, we'll let you have two church homes, okay? Because you, you sort of do that with living on campus or living wherever you're at. We, we want to be um, a resource for you. And here's what we're going to do. We used to, so some of you may be wondering, wait, where's the, where are we blessing the college students in our back-to-school blessing today? Well... There's a little bit of a change this year, and uh, I know, I know. Listen, change is not good. It's extremely dangerous, all right? And, uh, but at, after this eclipse tomorrow, all bets are off, so you, you, know, you don't know what's going to happen. Next Sunday is what we're calling Campus Day. We're doing so many new things this year, and we're being creative. So let me say to all of our college students, and I, and I keep looking over here because this Will you invite your friends next Sunday? Will you invite people that you uh, come into contact with at class or maybe in the dorms or wherever you're at? Invite your teachers, whoever. We want to be the best friends uh, to our friends over on campus. So be sure to encourage everybody. And that goes for everyone. Maybe you know somebody connected with our colleges. I also want you to know this. We've got another new thing. I love bragging about this. We have a class called Mothers of College Students. And they have taken uh, the names of our students that go from here and go to other colleges, and they are praying for them this semester. And some of those names are also included in what we call our prayer magnets. I'm going to tell you about those a little later. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity before we get all the kids up here. I want to do one more good thing. You know, we have a tradition around here that there are you know, we're focused on the kids, but it's, it's, it's little kids growing up with values that become um, uh, wonderful older people who, who express those values and live them out. And so, uh, perfect. Just as he sit down, I'm going to say, I want to thank Jim and Janie Wyatt for their 56 years of marriage. Thank you for showing us the wisdom of God's ways. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, do you have their permission to do that? And I said, no, they can just be mad at me. And, uh, you know, I love that. Uh, well, I guess we need to uh, start off our blessing. Uh, hit the slide there, uh, Brent, and this, this tells me what happens next. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, we're going to invite all of our uh, pre-K, kindergarten, all the way up to 12th. What I want you to do is I want you to come up here on the stage where we can see you. Okay, and, uh, and then join hands, and Brent's going to sing you up, and then we, uh, we'll have uh, an elder pray for us this morning. But let's get you up here, and how do we sing them up, Brent? I have to follow Jesus, I have decided. You guys, she's going to be a great leader. All right, let's pray. Uh, you got to switch on? It's Brent's mic. I won't sing, I promise. So, <laughs> even though it's Brent's mic, 
I will not lead us in song. So uh, one thing I did want to say is school has really changed. You know, we, we have everything from, you know, now not everybody gets up like I did. I can remember being about a third or fourth grader, and you guys are close to my age. Your mom could find jeans called tough skins. If you don't know what those are, they used to have almost like some kind of Teflon steel-coated knee that you couldn't wear a hole in. And they would stick you, give you a new pair of those, a shirt, some tennis shoes, stick you on a bus and send you to school. School looks completely different. It just amazes me the way the culture's changed. We have homeschool, we have online school, we have public school, private school. There's all kinds of opportunities for kids to get educated now. It looks different. But the one thing that is the same is that these kids are missionaries. Right. And they go out every day and they'll have more influence on their friends, their peers, even their educators than anybody else. I want to read a, a scripture real quick before we pray for them. And it's first Timothy four verse 12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech in conduct in love in faith and in purity. Another thing, doesn't the future of the church look great up here? This is awesome. And I want to thank our parents for having the commitment to get them here because this is what makes a difference. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you um, so humble to have this opportunity to say a blessing over these young people. Lord, we just pray that um, as they go through this year, some of them will have struggles, some of them will have anxiety about school, that they learn that they can just turn that over to you, our Savior, and just give that up and trust in you and, and know that they can do all things through you, Lord. We just pray that you uh, let them be a, a, a witness for all the people they come in contact with, that you build a hedge of protection around them and keep them safe as they go out into the world, and that they also are the influencers, not, not necessarily influenced by people who don't necessarily have the best interest of your kingdom and heart. Lord, we, uh, again, are so thankful for, for uh, this time. We are so blessed to have Alyssa and Cade and Rachel and, and, our, and Sarah and Rick and all the volunteers that work with these, uh, these young people uh, to make our, our classes where they learn Bible stories to learning about how to live. And then as they get uh, into college, learning how to, to live a life in, the, in, a, in quite a different environment. Lord, we are so grateful for this time. We're grateful for a church that recognizes this, and we're so grateful for each day that you give us. Most of all, we're grateful for your son, Christ, who, who died uh, for our sins, and it, it, gives us the, it gives us eternal salvation. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Good deal. I love it. It don't bother me. Don't worry. Listen, I'm going uh, I'm to joke a little bit about the kids and stuff they do here. And one of the things that we're committed to at West Ark is creating a culture where kids can be kids. Because we want them to know that church is a place where they can grow up. And uh, so I never want to embarrass anybody about that. And if I ever do, well, don't worry about it because it's 
just a lot of joking and fun and and um, and I'll make sure that I embarrass myself more than I embarrass anybody else, which is easy to do. All right, I. Uh, we love our teachers and our school workers, and we want to bless them because they're doing good stuff. And um, so I'm going to ask them to come up now. Do we sing them up, Brent? You know, they need our encouragement, and they need our prayers. Uh, and, and let me tell you about the cards now. Here's the way this works. All those kids that you saw up there, uh, now we've done something new with them this year as well. Uh, Alyssa who is now our children's minister, created what we call prayer pals. We needed 143 prayer pals. How many do we need today? Nine? Is it nine? So I can count on two hands how many it is. Nine. Nine. And I can do that because a teacher taught me how to do that. Nine. So we went from 143 to nine. That means that if there's nine of you who will commit to being a prayer pal... We're going to assign you the name of one of these young people, and you'll be praying for them and encourage them all year long. There's a box out there in the foyer where you can sign up for prayer pals. You can also do it on that app that I mentioned. And then there are baskets that have refrigerator magnets, and they have the names of teachers and, and school workers and college students and, uh, and law enforcement as well. You can pick some of those up, and it's a prayer buffet, which means... You can take as many as you want, but you have to pray for all you take, all right? And you pray for them all year long. And uh, I know that this encourages our teachers. I've been involved in this event since before I came to West Ark. We did this at the church at Lake Jackson, and the teachers appreciate it very much. So, all of our teachers, our school workers, what's a school worker driving a bus? If you're wondering at this point, well, wait a second, does that include me? If you drove by a school last week and want to get a blessing, come on up here, okay? Let's do it. Would you pray with me as uh, we bless the uh, teachers and educators behind me and anyone that's not here that uh, should be up here that just happens to not be here today? Uh, please, please pray with me now. Heavenly Father, uh, the people that uh, work so hard to influence and teach our children, Father, we pray that you would give them a special strength and perseverance and uh, kindness and uh, patience in working with our young people, Father. They do so much and sometimes they're not um, commended for the, the work that they do to help raise and influence and teach our children. Father, we pray that uh, you will fill them with your spirit, uh, that they might more closely walk in Jesus' footsteps. And Father, I pray that you would help them to reflect your love to the young people that they work with. Thank you for their dedication and their difficult and hard work that they do, Father. And we pray that uh, you would bless them throughout this year, help them to influence and have um, tremendous uh, change happen in the young people that they work with. Father, thank you again for their love for what they do and uh, taking care of our children. And uh, Father, we uh, pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. We started something new as part of this back-to-school blessing event, and now we call it Back the Badge. And uh, it may, eventually, like we're doing with the college blessing, it may spin off into its own day that we do 
Um, the Lord will make that clear to us. But we don't want to miss the opportunity to pray for our, our friends, our neighbors, our brothers and sisters in law enforcement, in uh, public service, just anybody who wears a badge in any way to give their lives in service to others, to help others. And again, I'm going to leave that definition as broad as we did with teachers and school workers. But it was very inspiring, and it's, I want to say, because I know that those of you who are in law enforcement, who are, in, um, who are public servants, it's, um, I know you don't do it for, for accolades. I know you don't do it for praise. But it's good for us to pray for you. And we want some way to acknowledge that we appreciate you. It made sense last year to connect this blessing with our schools. I guess because uh, for the last... Uh, 20 years or so, we've seen more and more of a need of um, a law enforcement presence in our schools. On the one hand, that's a little disturbing and a little tragic. On the other hand, thank God we have you there. And, uh, and we feel that way. So if you would, please, all of you who are involved in uh, fields where you wear a badge, this is law enforcement, EMTs, um, um, you know, which, whatever it may be, fire safety, any, anything at all, would you please come up here and encourage one another and encourage us? We'd ask you to come up now. We want, do, we, do we sing them up? or do, do, The battle belongs to the Lord. Let's sing it. Yes, do it. Come on up here. In heavenly. One other, one other group I want to point out. Uh, they're not up here, but they're here. You may not see them and... and but know they're here. That's our security group that works here at this church. Um, you may not know that they're here, and you may not know anything happens, and that means they're doing their job. Amen. Um, but they're here to uh, make sure that uh, we can worship God without, uh, without fear, and, and we want to acknowledge them as well. Before uh, I lead us in prayer, may these words from Psalm 82 speak to us this morning. Give justice to the poor and the orphan. Uphold the rights of the oppressed and the destitute. Rescue the poor and the helpless. Deliver them from the grasp of evil people. I think these that are standing behind me and those who are not even here this morning are standing between us and the evil people, and we owe them our gratitude. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the gift of life to us, this world that you spoke into existence. Yet it's a world that has become corrupt and broken and and evil in many instances. And all we have to do is read the paper or listen to the news or listen to the radio to know of, of something that is bad and evil and has occurred in the world or that we live in a dangerous place. But, Father, we thank you that there are men and women who are willing to put their lives, their safety and security behind them and to put our safety and security in front of them. Father, there are so many that give up so much for us. They they work in very difficult situations, very dangerous situations. Just simply we can live a life of peace and enjoyment. 
And Father, for all those in this community and throughout this nation and throughout this world who serve us and keep us safe and secure and peaceful, we thank you. Father, would you wrap your hands of blessing and and providence around them? Would you keep them safe? Would you bless their families? How stressful it must be for a family to know that their loved one is out, possibly in a very dangerous situation, serving others. Would you grant them only the peace and serenity that comes from you? And Father, for our men and women who serve us, whether it be in law enforcement, whether it be in the fire department or first responders or EMT, the military, security, whatever, we thank you for them. And this day and every day, would you give them a day of peace and safety and security? Father, most of all, we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, And that through his death and his resurrection, someday this corrupt, evil world will end and all will be made right. Father, we thank you for that assurance. It's in the name of the risen Christ, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. I got my own Bible handler. And, uh, yeah, that's great. Why do we do this? We do this for a couple of reasons. I remember when this started at Lake Jackson, uh, there was a rise in bad news in the world. You heard it in, in what Larry was praying, is that we, we look into the media, we, look, we hear news, and now it's just magnified with social media. So much bad news. We keep hearing about bad things. And what it does to us as a people is it starts to disturb us. It starts to make us cynical and negative. And as Christians, we need to be a people who are not naive to evil. We're, we're not a people who hide our heads in the sand, but we can't lose hope. Because we need to be the source of encouragement for the world because we see the larger picture. All of this preaching that we've been doing recently out of Revelation. We are the post-apocalyptic church. Everybody's worried about the apocalypse. We know what the apocalypse is. It's not disaster. The apocalypse is the revealing of the truth. And the revealing of the truth that God gives us in Revelation is endure, stick with it. I've got a plan. Evil's not going to win. Christ comes back. We need to be those people who share that good news. And the reason why we go through the trouble of praying like this is, one, it's good for us. It reminds us that prayer is... The, the best ministry that Christians can be engaged in. God's given the, the church many gifts. Uh, you read in Ephesians 4, you read in 1 Corinthians 12, of all the gifts that God has given us. But prayer is the ministry that He calls everyone to. Everyone gets to pray. Everyone should pray. And then there's a passage in, uh, in John's Gospel Chapter 17, where John not only gives us the image of Jesus that same night that he he transformed the meaning of the Passover into the meaning of the Lord's Supper that we celebrated today, that same night when he washed the feet of his disciples, that same night that, that he would witness the evil in the world, 
That night, Jesus prays, and he prays for us. And John wrote that down. We do this visible sign of prayer so that you'll remember all year long that you're being prayed for. So that those of you who will be praying will remember the person I'm praying for was up there that day. I wonder if John had the same idea in mind when he showed us Jesus in prayer. Jesus says in verse 20, I pray not only for these, but for also for those who believe in me through their message. May they all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be one in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. I have given them the glory that you have given me. May they be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they be made completely one, so that the world may know you have sent me and have loved me and have loved them as you have loved me. Jesus that night was praying for you. And I want each and every one of us to know that as we go out today. That Christ knows all of us so well that He is in prayer for us. If you've ever wondered, what do I have to do to get God's attention? You already have it. What do I have to do to, um, to be His child? You come to Him in faith. You're baptized into Christ. You're in Christ. You're, you're dead to the ways of this world, to the evil that's in this world, and you're alive in Christ. It's all new. And so I want you to go out, if you've been baptized today, I want you to go out with that assurance that just as God is in Christ and Christ is in God, through your baptism into Christ, you are also connected with that God through the Spirit, through baptism. And if that's not been your experience yet, we'd love to talk to you about what it means because it's not something that we approve you for or prepare you for. It's something that you come to Him with. And He takes care of of, of, of what the baptism means, the atonement, the redemption. Trust in Him. So let us go with that spirit this morning. Would you stand up, and as we sing this song, maybe there's another opportunity to pray a prayer of blessing for anyone who needs it today. Would you let these shepherds up here know that? Or meet with them back there in the room with the pews. You can let them know it there. Or just turn to those around you, and we'll be glad to pray for you. Let's sing.